Well, welcome back to the Sean Trey Show. I have a really awesome guest with me today. Now, would you like to tell people who you are and what you do? Uh, hey, how you doing? My name's Stephen Black. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I'm a music producer. I've been building some hardware and some software along the way. I've lost work on my own music and helping produce my music. That's awesome. Now, now um, how did you, you get into music? It's a good question. I think probably when I was about 15 or 16, everyone around me played music. Mm. Um, so it was just something I wanted to get in on. Um, and I was definitely the worst at it for a <laughs> long, long time before I caught up. Um, and, you know, doing it every day, you know, I just worked harder and harder mm. just to be able to try and get to where I am now. That's a, that's a really great... <laughs> There are a lot of people who come on that are in film or music or some other creative endeavor. And they're like, yeah, you know, I just took to it naturally. I was the best. I just flew ahead (laughs) for me. When I started doing martial arts or like playing music or anything, man, I was, I I, I was not like one of those fish to water type. It was not like that for me. I had to work hard and put in time and it's still Things don't come easy to me, you know? And that's awesome to hear that you have a similar type of an experience. I was the worst. <laughs> how, how did you go about getting better then? I think it was just constant practice, feedback, and I think surrounding myself with others is definitely new more than me. Um, I think a lot of musicians, they get caught up in being in circles where everyone's at the same level. For me, I mm-hmm. try to always kind of surround myself they striving for the best. Um, that people I can learn from. My 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 uh, friend Adam, I don't know, it was actually Adam's friend Philip. Philip, in his interview with me, gave me a great great uh, bit of advice. He's like, hire your heroes. Like, try to to really work with the people that are like you really, 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 really look up to. Don't just don't just aim here. You know, this guy's kind of my level. Like. Reach out to those people that are, you know, inspiring to you. Because you never know, man. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I've studied two music degrees, and I think just being around in that kind of community, surrounding people that are active in all these different projects, they've done this, they've done that. Um, and they kind of, they start to become your heroes and to be mm-hmm. the people you're surrounded with, so getting to work with them. Yeah, I think so. And so, what what instrument did you kind of dive in? What was the instrument or the the um, the outlet of music that you kind of went down? Uh, Well, for me, I started on guitar, um, and that was kind of my main instrument for about six years. Um, And unfortunately, one of my my main guitar that got stolen, uh, which was awful. Um, but I took that as a chance to, I picked up like every possible instrument I could find so I could get a guitar. So I think at the moment I've got like, 20 plus instruments. That's awesome. So get home. So it's, um, it's a bit of a balance trying to play a little bit on each of them every day of the week just to try and learn something on them. But, um, I think it's great because you approach every new instrument with a new mindset and you kind of take something away from that. Mm. Well, what are what are some of your favorites that you've picked up? 
Uh, the flute was an unexpected one for me. Um, I think I just found like a really cheap one in a pawn shop. Well, I'm going to grab this. This is going to be awesome. Um, I played a little bit of didgeridoo. That's always a fun one. Um, and I guess like my new instrument that I'm exploring more than anything is probably synthesizers. I've really gone down the rabbit hole on that one. That is a huge rabbit hole, man. It's, it's an awesome rabbit hole. Um, I, I, I follow Moog and I, I just, some of the stuff that they built is amazing, man. And the people are putting together is amazing. And, uh, was it, um, I love watching the page of, I think his name is Hans Beeker or Beiger. And he's this, he's this really hardcore synth guy out of, out of Germany. And he's, he's, he's putting together these units that are like entire walls. And I'm just like, Whoa. What do you mean, um, Hanbach? Yeah. Is it Hanbach? Hanbach. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm slaughtering his name. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I, it, it's amazing. Now, now, why why were you drawn to the synthesizer? Um, for me, when I was doing my recent music degree, I think synthesizers were something everybody around me was using. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where their knowledge was. And for me... I've never used one. I've never owned one. Um, so I really wanted to get in on that. Um, and at the time, I wasn't looking to buy one. Um, so I know my approach to it was I started building one. Um, and from awesome. That, you know, I really got, I think, the most out of it because understanding exactly how it works, I can start to plug it into different things that I'm actually developing understanding. And then I built some software ones, and it's just—it's been the last two years. So tell me about that, because that's really interesting. Like, um, did you study uh, electronics as well to be able to build these things, or was it just like let's take this thing apart and let's put something together? Yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Like, I've broken a lot more things than I've built or fixed. <laughs> um, so I do kind of. I'm a little too easy with the screwdriver sometimes, pulling things apart, seeing how they work. Um, but, I mean, the information out there, it's, it's all online. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty good. Um, for me, trying to understand some electronics, I had to go down to, like, kids' books um, mm-hmm. to try and get a basic understanding of the electronics. Um, mainly more for the safety aspects. You know, yeah. the last thing you do is plug something into a wall. <laughs> that's it. So, That's awesome. My friend and I were having this discussion and um, he uh, and I were talking because we were getting ready to interview uh, uh, this other gentleman who builds amps and an analog gear, which is really cool. He's got some really beautiful stuff. And, and one of the things we were, we were thinking about was like, well, how, how did he get into that line? And when we were, and my friend Tim was like saying, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know how. And I was like, how? He's like, well, a lot of my friends that are building stuff started with taking stuff apart. You know, when something would break, they're just like, oh, hey, well, it's broken now. Might as well see what's on the inside and see if I can fix it. And so he said people, they were taking apart mics and taking apart ribbon mics and taking apart all this stuff and just going, you know, what's on the inside here? And, oh, wow, this isn't that complicated. 
maybe I can make something like this. And then they started to, and you know, voila, now you have this guy who's got his own brand of mics now or something or an amplifiers or something, because start off with just taking it apart. Now, now was that similar to your path? Yeah, pretty much. Like if I find something that doesn't work, I'll try and fix it. Um, you generally fail at that. So it generally becomes a project where I'm turning it into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, like at the moment I picked up an old VHS camera. Um, I'm doing a little bit of repair on. Um, my goal for that at the moment is to plug it into my synthesizers and create a tape loop. So to record audio reactive visuals from the VHS camera. That's awesome. And, and, uh, Tell me about that because I've been seeing people do this with with synthesizers right now. I saw someone, you know, that old toy, the Furby. You know, it's just like, and someone someone built a synthesizer that was running all of the the sound through the Furby, and it was just creating this eerie sound. But it was just like, I was like, wow, that's super creative. You know what I mean? Because why not? You know. Um, yeah, I'm familiar with that YouTuber um, looking on the computer. He's got some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and he, he's an amazing guy with how he puts out his projects because he normally posts a lot of tutorials to try and help other people get into it. Um, I really like, I guess, his catchphrase that he has in his videos, that's don't be afraid to try it. Nice. So I think that's, that's one of the big barriers, I think, people getting into that stuff. They don't know anything about electronics. They're not kind of sure where to start, but you know, that's exactly how you start. The first kind of things you build, they won't work. Mm-hmm. But, um, trying to make them work, that's where you develop the understanding of why isn't this working, how does this work, and you start to build them. That's awesome. Now, now you, you also, you said that you did two music degrees. What are the two different degrees or, or, or areas of study that you have? Uh, yeah, so I've done a... Diploma in music performance, and um, at the moment I've just finished up a Bachelor of Music Production, so more more the production side, whereas the other was more performance-based. Nice. Now, now for you, music production, what are, um, what are some of the projects that you're really interested in right now that you're working on? Well, there's definitely a lot of projects I'm kind of working on. Um, a lot of them more are towards it, I guess, designing software at the moment. Like yeah. been building That's awesome. The yeah. Um, which is like, I don't even know how I got into that. It's just kind of something I started doing one day. Um, so did you study I, computer programming at all? Or That's awesome. Um, I had a really good teacher who um, helped me try and learn a lot of the coding aspects. And then I, I just found myself staying up till 4 or 5 a.m. every night, just drilled to the computer trying to fix this stuff. Um, so I built a lot of audio reactive visuals, um, some software instruments. Um, at the moment, my main kind of thing I'm kind of looking into with software I'm making is more about data manipulation. Okay. Um, so trying to move a little bit away from kind of Western tuning. So Whereas we've got like 12 notes on the keyboard, I've now kind of worked it so I could divide that across anything I want with um, 24 
nights, 11 nights. Okay, that's really interesting. Now, now, one of the things that you 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 talked about that I want to just for people who might not know, and I just had to quickly look up was what is an audio reactive visual? Um, basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's mm-hmm. visuals that that will react to the audio. So, it would this be like it- something like you know back in the you know the old. The old, uh, the old PCs, the old Macs, where you would have the visualizer and you put the music on, and suddenly it starts having something dance around the screen. Yeah, pretty much. So the way I've worked mine is it's um, it works very similar to an oscilloscope. Okay. Um, so it kind of visualizes the waveform, and I've redirected that to form a three D shape. Nice. So depending on the amplitude and the frequency that you can't put into it, it starts to move around as a oscilloscope would, but it's built into that 3D shape. That's so awesome. The user can have a bit of control over it, you know, click the oscilloscope effect on it, and spin it around, um, have it react in different ways to the, to the audio. That's awesome. Now, what was it that inspired you to, to do that? Um, I think for me it was just... I was getting really tired of staring at a blank screen when I was working on music. <laughs> so I just wanted something visually appealing to look at. So I spent a lot of kind of hours trying to trying to fix that for myself. So um, when I do work on music now, it's usually one of the things I've got up. Just you know, it's a little bit of side enjoyment for me to kind of be able to watch the music instead of just hear it. Uh-huh. 